Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So, ladies and gentlemen, James Mallon's about to come on and just blow your mind, teach you how to unlock your inner power, step into your greatest possible self, so definitely stay tuned. And I'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. However, I can support you in taking your next steps in evolving and connecting with even more epic human beings. Let's discover. Let's let's explore it, okay? Uh, a couple of ideas I have for you. Number one, coming on the 12-hour marathon as a guest, sharing your message out with our audience. I love talking to people who are out to change the world. So that's one. Two. You might be a great fit for our Bali Flow and Fire Retreat coming up here in November. If you're ready to dive in, be around some other high-vibe people who are out to change the world, uh, definitely could be a great fit for you. And lastly, if there's anything I could do to support you, coaching, launching a podcast, connecting with epic human beings, let's talk. You can find me on facebook.com forward slash th3burns, Instagram at I am millionaire Chris, and email chris at brgps.com. Okay, so that's how you can find me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's talk about the iTunes review of the week now. It's by Mr. Raj One, or M. Raj One, I should say. And it says, real talk. Many motivational speakers talk about their disappointments, but don't address the emotions involved. I love how Chris shares how he felt during his down moments. It helps listeners relate and understand they aren't abnormal just because they feel negative emotions during difficult times. M. Raj One, I appreciate you giving us that review. And if you want to leave a review, get a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes, search greatest possible self on the iTunes store, and uh, give us a review there. Thank you so much in advance for doing that. I appreciate you and I appreciate you showing up. I appreciate you and your dedication, your commitment, your discipline to becoming your greatest possible self. So I'm going to introduce James in just a second here. Before that though, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This guy is going to bring the freaking fire. He's a transformational powerhouse. So don't miss a single thing he shares because it could be the one thing that breaks you wide open, unlocks your power, your potential, and your greatness. Okay. So stick around. Let's talk about who this epic human being is, and we'll introduce him, bring him on the screen. James Mallins is a transformational coach, speaker, and budding author. He has been working to help people discover their true selves, and he's just going hardcore, going ham, and breaking through any kind of BS that comes up against him and really making an impact, and we're blessed to have him here with us today. James, are you ready to rock the house, my man? I am indeed. All right, dude, we are live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. Thank you so much for being here. And we're going to dive right in to the theme of today, which is trusting yourself. So, James, what does that mean to you, brother? To me, it simply means understanding that at the very base of our lives, we are at the helm. Because there are tens of thousands of millions of people even that are going through life and they are consistently affected by the opinions the emotions, the beliefs of all of the people around them and all of the people in their lives and their societies and their cultures. And trusting yourself means that no matter what comes your way, no matter what the opinion is, no matter what the belief is, no matter what the experience, you know that you have the, the ability within you to get to where it is that you want to be, whatever that might be. 
Mm, mm, I love it. That self self reliance, that power. You know, like mm-hmm. I think that's what people want. They want they want the power to create their reality, their true self, their their inner knowing that they are infinite beings. But how do we actually access that? How do we get to that power? And I know that's something that you really dive into, James. So tell our audience a little bit more about who you are, what you stand for, and what your clients come to you for, brother. Absolutely. So when it comes to, you know, how do we access this? You know, it's all well and good saying that we can be at the helm, but how do we do it, James? You know, like uh, I've been trying for the past five years and I can't be able to do it. But what it is, is it, it means having a look at our beliefs firstly. So there's a process that you go through, like all things, you know, like it takes time, it takes nurturing, it takes understanding yourself, because we are infinitely complex. Right. There are many different aspects to the human self, the human psyche, the journey we're on, where we're going. So when it comes to discovering who you truly are and discovering the power to do what it is that you really want to do, you have to start in the beginning, which, in my opinion, and based off results, is where our beliefs are. You know, like at the very basis, if you do not believe that you are who you may want to be, then you will never achieve it. Because I'm sure you know as yourself, when it comes to the mind, the brain, the human ability of thought and imagination, it is the absolute most potent creative energy in the world, right? So to kind of break that down, I don't kind of want to throw a dictionary at someone's head. (laughs) (laughs) The mind and the thoughts Mm. are exactly what create your experience. Yes. Some people, and I know for a fact that when I teach people and coach people in the very beginning, there are certain ways I'll approach this. And some people say, well, that's ridiculous. You know, I've been through a divorce three times. I've had my house taken from me, my car broken down. I've had... mm. And people say, how on earth could I have created that? Mm. You know, James, tell me how I created that. You know, and when, it, when we start looking at that kind of uh, thing, we start going a bit deeper into like soul things. And, and all that. So we'll keep it on track for today. But it's about understanding that if you realize mm your thoughts and your experiences are created by you at the very least it empowers you yeah right? yeah well i think i think we first have to get to this place of willingness to say i have created my reality up to this point and a lot of people they don't want to feel that that responsibility they don't want to feel like man i created that but but you mm-hmm. have to feel that 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 like power that it's almost like it could be a burden if they interpret it like that the shame the guilt whatever happened in the past uh, but like after you move through that phase of kind of like woe is me I I screwed up I created all this then you get to that phase of empowerment and thankfully we have a lot of people who've already done a ton of personal development work who are in the audience and they've probably moved through that phase of like man I know I create my reality and I created some stuff that ain't so great. So how do I create this stuff that I do want, man? So I, I love that you're, you're really bringing this to the table, though, because mm-hmm. I think it's being willing to admit that in the beginning. Uh, James, before we go any further, man, this is a great conversation. I want to go back into your journey and talk about what, what was it that made you become so passionate and want to lead people in the area of beliefs of the subconscious mind and, and our identity that creates our reality, bro? Yeah, absolutely. It's a good place to start. It's good you backtracked. So um, for me, you know, as I was a teenager growing up, I was, you know, the typical story, like I was bullied. I was the kid that was weak. I was the small kid. Everybody overlooked him. He pushed him to the side. You know, he was like, ah, you know, this guy is not worth anything. And that happened for a very long time. You know, nobody wanted to have anything to do with me. Nobody wanted to, to you know, care about what I had to say. So I, you know, restricted. I, I, I came in. I, I, I got smaller in myself and my personality and who I was. 
And so one day I looked in the mirror and I said to myself, hang on a minute, like this isn't right. You know, this doesn't feel right. Like, why is why am I allowing this to happen? Why is this what's happening to me? And one story I often tell people is, you know, I went from saying why me to why not me. Mm. And again, it's that phase, right? You go from everything outside of me is the reason why I feel so bad right. to hang on a minute, I'm allowing this to happen. Right? This this is me. I am allowing this to happen. And mm. once I reach that point and went on this journey of kind of asking the right questions mm. and having a response from people where they were kind of like, my goodness, like James, where did this come from? You know, like, well, where yeah. did you know? Like, so what you I'm about? curious, James, in, in those early stages, what was the vision? What was the catalyst? What was the, you know, coach mentor person event that really had things open up for you? Honestly, it was, first of all, it was the questions, the changing mm. questions. The yeah. second thing, was I started exposing myself to a different way of thinking. So I watched a lot of motivational videos. Mm. My goodness, like YouTube must have loved me back in the day. Because right. <laughs> right. some of those guys racked up some views from me. And I just started um, watching these people and listening to what they were saying. And when I started mm. to listen to it, I realized, hang on a minute, like, this is real. Mm. you know. And if they can do it, and if someone else can do it. And I've never, I haven't really got many idols, if I'm honest. I would mm. say, I don't know if you've ever heard of Greg Plitt. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, if anybody in the, if anybody is once an amazing guy, he's passed mm-hmm. away now, which is very unfortunate. But Greg Plitt is just a powerhouse. He's an absolute in, incredible guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but from listening to those people, I started going in the gym, mm-hmm. right? And I went from being the small kid, the skinny kid, the kid that had nothing, to being able to hang on a minute. I can now lift heavier and heavier and heavier and train harder and harder. And, and what happened was when I went into this, this, this new world, all of my beliefs just fell away. Uh, all of my limiting beliefs, sorry, just fell away. Yeah. You know, And this idea of this, this small, weak kid mm. started to grow into, hang on a minute, like what everybody else thought about me wasn't actually me. Mm. You know? And as soon as I started to see myself as the leader, as, as the, the man that had his power inside of him, that's when my whole life changed, you know, and it just literally went from there. Damn, dude, that's, that's so awesome. So it's like really just recognizing the power that you had within you. You discovered personal development. Like it's so, it's so interesting how we discover personal development, like the journey to do that. You know, for me as 21, I had no idea about anything about personal development, about entrepreneurship, but like a network marketing opportunity came my way and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I found out about Les Brown and Jim Rohn and Darren Hardy and like all these epic people, right? So just being surrounded by people who, who get you to think differently, right? Expose you to a whole new world of, of thinking uh, is so beautiful. And that's why I created this 12 hour marathon, man, because like you have wisdom, you have ideas, you have stories that people will resonate and want to like continue their journey and, and go deeper with you and keep growing with you, man. So uh, let's fast forward through that, that initial phase of discovering the new world. When did you say, okay, now I'm, I want to master this and teach it? When did that distinction, that, that moment happen? It's really interesting. And I'll be honest with you, no matter how deep I dive into this, I don't think I'll ever be a master. Mm. You know, there are a lot of people and to some people, they might think, oh my goodness, you know, he should be a master and, you know, and qualified. But the truth is, is that all of those things are a tool. Mm. And I believe that what comes from the soul and what you give to people when they're at their weakest Mm. is what really matters. You know, so for me, it was what transitioned me into to becoming a coach and becoming a transformational coach was realizing that I felt that pain for so long. 
that loneliness, that depression, that darkness, that questioning, that what is going on? How do I do this? How do I get there? What's it all about? And as soon as I realized I could do it myself, then I wanted to do it for other people, you know? And, and for me, it just, it came from, it came from a part, a part of me that I couldn't explain at the time. It came from a part of my soul that just led me on this path and the dominoes fell into place. And, you know, like I say, here we are. And it's, so, it's one of those interesting scenarios because when you look back, you can connect the dots. Yeah. But when you're looking forwards, it might as well be a, 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 a misty, cloudy day because you can't see five feet in front of you, you know. But as soon as you look back, you're like, oh my goodness, if that didn't happen, if this didn't happen, I would never have reached that point in life. So, yeah. Dude, I love it. So you you were feeling that aloneness, that you know darkness, mm. and you're like, hey, if I can get myself out of this place and support others uh, in doing the same, like I'm gonna do it. You know, you, like you felt that that soul calling to say, I don't know how it's all gonna work out, how it's all gonna turn out, but I'm gonna take those next steps. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna serve. I'm gonna take what I'm learning and be able to con- contribute to others with this information. Um, Dude, something that really like resonated with me when I first met you is uh, like all your tattoos. Like I, I love it. I love I love that you you are blasted, man. It's epic. I'm curious, like what was the the driver to to create that on your body? Is like I, I see it as a work of art, man. But like what what was it for you that that drove that? So this is really interesting. And just before I tell the story, it's interesting you say that because somebody recently, a uh, very spiritual person, said to me, it's interesting that you've got loads of tattoos because that might link to past lives that you've had. Mm. So an interesting link there. Wow. But for me, it was an expression of the self. Yeah. You know, so I, like I said, I was the kid that was always weak. So in a sense, it was in the beginning, very egotistical. Yep, yep. I wanted to express on the outside the power I felt on the inside. So that's exactly where it began. And I got my first tattoos when I was 16. And by the time I was 18, my hands and fingers were done. So there was no going back to the, uh, <laughs> the you know, the, the stacking shells kind of thing, because yeah. that was um, in that time zone. I, I'd made the decision and I knew this was a path I was going to walk. And right. yeah, for me, it was, it, it, that's exa- it was a mirror of my mm. inside. Yep. You know, what I, what I felt on the inside, I wanted people to see on the outside. But now for me, like you say, I see it as art and i I'm in love with it. You know, I, I love the artwork. So. Yeah, well, well, it is. It's it's vibration. You know, like what these these images on you. It's vibration of who you are and like your power, your self expression. It's like it's a reminder constantly of like who you are, and it's like vibrationally imprinted on your body. So I think it's it's rad, man. It's like similar to what kind of clothes do we wear? Right, the the clothes that we wear and, and the the slogans and the words on them that is an identifier of who we are, what we stand for, and there's vibration in those, and it shapes and reinforces our identity. Absolutely, from the green wall. Yeah, I love it. I love it, dude. So let's start diving into like the the framework that you teach your clients and and what you dive into, man. Uh, where do we where do we begin with that? So. Often when I work with a client, we look at, you know, obviously we'll start with having a look at some goals, Mm. you know, so what is it you want to achieve? Because if I get on this discovery call with somebody and I don't feel inside myself that it's a fit, I don't feel like I can help this person, then, you know, I will kindly say, listen, you know, perhaps maybe in a few months, but we'll move on. But we look at what someone wants to achieve, whether it's self-confidence, whether they have business goals, whether they want to achieve a certain level of themselves, they want to discover themselves, they want to know what this world is all about which is one of my favorite uh, <laughs> goals. When that one crops up, I'm like, I can help you. Let's go. Um, but it's, it's really having a look at what someone wants to achieve. And then from there, we kind of work backwards. You know, well, I do before I teach, coach somebody. I work backwards 
and I have a look at all of the other aspects. And then we go step by step, you know, like we look at beliefs, we look at why they're there. We have a look at what someone's actually capable of, have a look at those beliefs and how we can flip them over. You know, somebody says, oh, well, you know, I might be able to earn 2000 a month to having a look at, well, why can't you earn 10000 You know, why can't you earn 20, 25? You know, where's the money? You know, who is it that has it? Well, how are you going to achieve it? How are you going to earn it? So it's about having a look at the individual and building them up from the inside. Right. So sometimes that can take a little bit of deconstruction before we can reconstruct. But mm-hmm. it's about helping somebody to see the truth of their life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what it's all about. So that's where it begins. Like I say, for me, beliefs, that's, that's yeah. the real. Be- yeah. So really getting clear on the goals, like what they want. Mm-hmm. And goals are just like, who do we want to become? Right. What do we what, what do we want to be experiencing in this life? And it's an indicator of like, what are we passionate about? What's our soul's greatest expression, greatest gifts to give to the mm-hmm. world? So it's like we got to know where we want to go if we're going to make progress, because that's where all this stuff like comes out. Right. The, the self-sabotage, the limiting beliefs. And once we have a destination, then we get to like process and dismantle, so to speak, what we have mm-hmm. learned, what we have picked up in the process. I'm curious, like how how do people um, you know break down and let go and heal from the beliefs and the stuff that they've picked up over the years? How how do we get through that stuff? It's really interesting. Just before I answer that, um, I'm actually finishing one of my books on clarity at the minute, um, which is perfect. What you said because if we're to find that end goal, we've got to be clear on what we really want. You know, what is your desire? So yeah, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to you know breaking down those beliefs, I often go and have a look at where they came from, right? So ninety nine percent of the time, just my little statistic I just made up, right? It comes from other people, mm-hmm. right? So someone will sit there and say, you know, I'm worthless. I'll never be able to achieve that. And it says, where did you get that from? Because I'm betting that you didn't come out of the womb thinking that you'd never be able to be the CEO of a company. <laughs> Nope. Right. When you came out of that womb, there was a few things on your mind, probably screaming for air. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> Getting that food in and just being a baby, being a human being, experiencing mm. this life. So where did the belief come from? Mm. And then once you start to, you know, track back and um, sometimes we do meditation, sometimes we do disassociation techniques by um, for everybody who's listening, just to kind of break that jargon down. Disassociation technique is kind of going into a, a, a very gentle meditative, meditative state and then bringing yourself out of yourself and looking from another angle, right? Because perspective, if anybody's got a notepad and pen, write that word down. Mm. My perspective is absolutely enormous when it comes to changing the self. Because if your perspective is coming from your own eyes and you don't believe that you're worthy, you don't believe that you can do this and you don't, can't do that, you've got to start to look from a different angle. Yeah. Because it's like affirmations. Affirmations are beautiful. They, they're absolutely incredible to reinforce. But it's like planting a seed. Right. And, you know, if you plant a seed of affirmation and the ground is still toxic and poisonous, then we have to have a look at what we're planting it in, you know, because often a lot of people, when they say to themselves, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, but they don't believe it. Now they're also a liar. Right. So not only, you know, now they've become a liar in their eyes. So it's about having a look at where it came from. So let's just say um, when you were 17 years old, you were in a relationship and it was all incredible. And then the man or woman you were with starts showing signs of insecurity and things like that. You don't see that at the time, right? So you don't see those, but all of a sudden they start telling you that you, they hate you, that you're pathetic, that you're worthless, that you're never going to achieve anything. And if you didn't have me, you'd never reach this point or you'd never be that. And because let's take the gentle, soft personality, 
because you're gentle and soft and you don't have that masculine power behind you, you absorb all that, right? So all of a sudden, you now think to yourself, well, I'm worthless. You know, what if they're right? And as soon as you say, what if they're right, that leads to they are right. And as soon as they are right, this is where it cements itself, you know, and that's where the tree starts to grow. And sometimes we've got to, as much as I love trees, <laughs> we've got to dig up those trees, you know, we've got to, we're going to move them away. Mm. So, um, yeah, it, it, it has, we've got to have a look at where it came from because it's like with the human condition. Um, some people do talk about past life regression, things like that, and, and having a look at things that come from a past life. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not at that stage yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't teach that as such. But when it comes to the real lessons of life, if you can at least see and pinpoint a place where it began, you can start to work on it and, like you said, deconstruct it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is, is so perfect, man. It's the, it's the roots. It's what are, where are the roots of where our reality is coming from, right? The tree, if the tree is producing bad fruit, if it's producing fear and shame and guilt and, you know, scarcity, lack, uh, you know, frustration, anger, like life just not going the way that you want it to. You keep attracting, you know, someone keeps attracting partners that, that aren't, you know, loving towards them or someone keeps attracting uh, business or clients that doesn't work out and it doesn't end up coming through. Like, hey, you get to figure out what are the roots that are causing that and be responsible for that. And like you said, it may not be easy. We love trees. We love like what's there. We love life. We love what we have. And sometimes we got to give up the comfort and give up what we have, the good, quote unquote, which is like just getting by. A lot of people are comfortable in that mediocrity kind of thing to get to the great, man. So I love this. It's powerful. Yeah. What a perfect way to finish that as well. I love that. It's totally right. And just a little tiny little finisher for that is some people that don't realize that sometimes you've got to strip back. Mm. You know, you've got to take away before you grow. You know, and I just think that's a real perfect uh, finisher for that point. Yeah, yeah, man. And uh, I, I love what you said right there, too, because clarity, going back to your book on clarity, if people don't have clarity, if they're not willing to zoom out of life, stop mm. being in the momentum and caught up by the busyness of life and to say, hey, where do I want to go? Especially now, you know, like we're going going into the end of September, recording this, going in October, like 2020 is right around the freaking corner. Now, you don't need a new year to, to become someone else or do something different. And there's a lot of energetic momentum around a new year to declare, this is who I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to dedicate my life to. This is what I'm going to invest in. You know, I'm going to invest in James to help me get to where I want to go to get that clarity, to break through any kind of limiting beliefs, man. So I think it's, it's just important to know who we're being and how we're showing up and having someone to help us like step through that, to walk through that, a guide, like you're, you're the wisdom guide, right? Like helping people go through that. Um, it's, it's so essential, man. So essential. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And where did you get that, that, uh, title, so to speak? How did you create that, man? It's, it's awesome. The wisdom guide. So it's really interesting. I guess like if we go back to the tattoos, you can kind of see, I've always wanted to be a bit different, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it just, I don't know, like, again, it's the, the breadcrumbs, you know, when you look back, you can kind of connect them, but you have no idea when it's going forward. I just kind of was sat there and thought to myself, well, you know, everybody's kind of going on these tiles. What fits me? What feels right? You know, and I thought to myself, well, I like to guide people because, you know, if we're, to, you know, when we go on and have a look at what I do, my little sort of catchphrase is I help people to discover their true selves free from judgment and control. Mm. So that free from judgment and control for me is I guide people. You know, at the end, you'll know yourself. Like at the end of the day, it's like um, taking a horse to war. You can only take someone to the door. But they have to walk through. Mm. 
you know, and that's the beauty of it. You know, that's our lives. Like it's, it's our choice to walk through the door, and that's that's the, the the power of free will. Some people can argue we don't have it, but at the end of the day, um, some quite funny examples I can give of that, but I'm not going to on the <laughs> on the live today. But um, it's it's one of those. Like if you understand, you have got that free will, mm. then you can make the choices. So. Yeah, where I got the title from, I just, you know, I thought to myself, well, I love wisdom. I love having a look at the real deep philosophical ideas of life. And I like to put it out there myself. So there we go. Put two and two together. And- I love it. I love it. Tell us about uh, wis- or judgment and control. You mentioned judgment and control as some like really things that can mess us up if we are not free from them. So tell us a little bit more about that, man. Absolutely. And this is it. It goes back to the same kind of principles before of, of that people having opinions on you and as soon as you absorb an opinion from someone else they have control over you you know maybe that's a little bit uh, exaggerated you know it takes time but if you really if you take in everybody's opinion around you and that is what you base yourself off of in my eyes and i've seen it time and time again that is where people start to control you you know they say to you are oh, you you're, you know if you loved me you'd do this or if you were a really good friend, you'd do this, you know, like you'd do this for me. And then they guilt trip you into thinking, well, you know, you're right. If I was a good friend, and then they do it. However, you don't want to do it because it doesn't feel right, you know? So it's about taking that away. If, some, if you don't want to do something because it doesn't feel right, don't do it, mm, right? right? Free from judgment control. Bring that control back into yourself. Take control of the wheel, you know? And like if somebody's judging you for who you are and you said it yourself, right? Guilt, shame, all those things we go through, it is absolutely my opinion again it is absolutely impossible to go through life without hurting one person yeah that's an interesting phrase right and people say oh james no it's ridiculous i i I don't sin i have never hurt anybody however if you were absolutely perfect and two people fell in love with you chances are you're going to let one of them down right so if two people came to you and they expressed their absolute complete love for you and you fall in love with one of them but not the other Someone's going to get let down. So it's that concept, you know, like we have to let go of the guilt and shame Mm. because sometimes our actions and the interesting thing is even I've experienced this myself. Sometimes we do something. We're like, why did I do that? You know, you like, I, and even no matter how much control we have over ourselves, there are times when we do things. We're like, I I didn't mean to do that. Mm. Sometimes what we do is a lesson for other people, you know, and then we start looking at real deep things like soul lessons for people. Like sometimes you're there. You enter someone's life to give them a lesson that's going to help them to evolve and grow. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Mm. Right? Again, the paradox, you know, someone will say, oh my God, what are you telling hurting people is a beautiful thing, James, what you want? It's not the pain. Mm. But it's not saying it's a good thing. But if you actually look from that higher self, that higher perspective, yeah. if you've not done anything incredibly bad, you know, and you didn't intend to, you didn't mean to, then look at it. It could be a massive lesson for people. So yeah. Yeah. Dude, this is this is great. I think so many people are, especially today, are afraid to step on people's toes. They're like walking on eggshells, people pleasing, that kind of stuff. And when we are being our true selves, right, living from our truth, then then everything else becomes easy. It becomes simpler. Maybe not easy, but simpler. It's it's a lot more simple to just say, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. This is my truth. And like, it may not be comfortable for others. But as long as you are standing in your truth, someone listening right now, like just check yourself. Are you are you living in your truth or are you living according to someone else? Are you making someone else happy? Are you in a relationship that it just isn't fulfilling anymore and you've done the work and you still can't get it to, to budge? Are you just staying there to, to keep the peace? You know, I, I uh, heard something about families 
the purpose of families is not to, to keep the peace. The purpose of families is to like experience love, right? Is for is to empower everyone to to live their truth, right? It's not my responsibility to make sure my child never goes through never goes through any pain in life. It's to be mm-hmm. there and be a mirror for them to say, hey, when you experience pain, when you do get hurt, because getting hurt is inevitable, and also hurting mm-hmm. others like w- without intending to do so, that's inevitable too, dude. That was that was a freaking powerful quote, man. That was a, that was a truth mm-hmm. bomb right there. Yeah. And I just want to say as well, like your elaboration when you said about the parenting was completely spot on. There are so many people I speak to and they say, I'm so worried for my child. And I say, but you're doing them a disservice by worrying about them. And if there are any parents out there, I don't have children. So you do get a free slap around the face from me. I get it. (laughs) Me neither. You you slap me too. (laughs) (laughs) But if you really think about it and you absorb what we're saying, if it is inevitable, that your child is going to go through a form of pain, which is going to be good for them. It will help them mm-hmm. to grow. You know, if they can really, if you can help them be the guide, right? Be their own, this might be a bit cheesy, but be their own wisdom guide, yes. right? And help guide them through that pain, guide them through that process. What you'll find is, is that you don't have to worry about them. Because mm-hmm. if you give them the tools that are going to help them to flourish through that, then you'll realize that any pain they feel, again, is going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. And here's, I, I, have a very, uh, I have a collection of very, very deep um, and thorough teachings that I don't see many people putting out there. And one of them is being grateful for the terrible times. Yeah. Right? And there are people that they go around and they say, James, you're crazy. How could... But you know what? And through personal experience, mm-hmm. as soon as you show gratitude for the really bad times, the times that really give you a, figuratively speaking, uh, speaking, punch in the mouth, yep. right? And they really leave you dazed and confused. When you show that gratitude, it's like it turns around, you know, and it could happen. It could turn around in an hour, a day, a week, but it turns around so much quicker because you're learning, mm. right? And when we look through all of our lives and what we've been through, the extended periods of depression and sadness are often because you don't approach it. No, we're afraid of it. We're afraid of approaching those moments. You know, you're going through financial difficulty or you you have a feeling your partner's cheating on you. You know, maybe you see a couple of texts. Maybe they're always going to business abroad or whatever it is. You know, we've heard the stories. When you don't face it and have the courage in your heart to face those things, that's when the extension of that depression and sadness happens because you're not learning. You know, there's one thing I've often said is that if, if somebody cheats on you, You've got all the information you need. Don't worry about it. You know, don't worry about it. Don't question yourself. Don't worry if you didn't do this, didn't do that. Don't say you weren't. Bit, because if somebody cheats on you, that is all on them. Because what they should do is turn around to you and say, listen, I don't feel the same way anymore. We've got two, and of course, you know, not be as blunt as this, but just for the time's sake, you know, they turn around to you and say, look, I don't feel the same way anymore. Can we talk about it or have a decision about going our separate ways? You know, and it's those two factors of communication, you know, like communication. If we don't have it, that's where the pain begins, you know, so. Dude, dude, so, so powerful. By the way, for everyone who's tuning in live, give us some thumbs up. Let us know some hearts. Appreciate y'all tuning in. We've got some amazing people out there. Pam, Janet, Jacob. Oh, my gosh. Parul, Sharon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Y'all are rock stars. If you have any questions for James, drop them in the comments. And if you're watching this on a podcast or replay, uh, tag us, you know. Take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at I am Millionaire Chris. I'll repost, tag James, and uh, just get this message out because this is 
super, super gold, man. And, and I just, I love the wisdom that you're sharing. And I love just how much you've learned seemingly in like a short amount of time, you know, like you've, you've like really gone hardcore, gone deep, uh, fast. I, I feel like you, you've evolved very quickly. What would you attribute that, that evolution to and being able to like grasp this stuff, integrate it and, and be like living it and embody it? It's really interesting that you kind of say that because I haven't really told anybody this. So you must have really good intuition. But over the past six months, my own personal inner growth has been so exponential. Even I can't recognize myself a couple of months ago, wow. you know, and it's been really um, not going to, you know, bring the spirituality too much into the life, but it's been really going down a spiritual path, you know, seeing more truths. And I can, I, I honestly, I contribute it to the very first seed that planted. And that was asking the right questions. Mm. As soon as I did, everything went from then. You know, like I asked myself, hmm, so my partner in the past, you know, okay, so they've come to me and they've kind of really like lashed out and had a go at me. Mm. Why is that? You know, if I don't believe I've done anything wrong in this moment, then why is that? What is it they go through? How do they feel? Mm. You know, and again, like for some people watching, you know, you can kind of drive yourself mad asking those questions as well. So really be um, careful with your own inner self when you start to ask these questions, but use your intuition. Mm. Right? And if your intuition doesn't serve you, ask them, you know, sit them down and say, listen, darling, you know, like that was really intense. You know, what you said was really intense. Like, is there anything wrong? And it takes that pulling yourself out of the moment and taking yourself, you know, if they're in your face shouting at you and having a go at you, it takes you pulling yourself out of that and seeing from a different perspective, right? Because the minute you go in and say, F you, like, you're, you're this, you're that, how dare you say that, and slamming doors, and the minute you go down that path, you're just causing damage to whatever relationship it is, friends, family, lovers, whatever it is, business associates, you know, who knows? <laughs> I, lo <laughs> like, I love that you said that because some, sometimes I can feel uh, with my team, like I get so heated and in the moment and both mm -hmm. of us like feel like we're right. And to zoom out of that and ask the right questions, I think would be so, so valuable, man. So I, I think oh, yeah. I'd like to really remind people that, you know, you're not, don't, don't step into that moment as if like, this is who you are. This is how it has to be. I'm right. You know, I think that righteousness, that judgment, um, really steals our joy, man, steals from our ability to experience peace and really love another human being. I couldn't agree with you more. And do you know, one of the biggest lessons I learned hmm. was being able to see when I'm wrong, hmm. right? Is being able to see when I'm wrong, because let me tell you something, anybody listening, you are a beautiful soul. But if you are wrong, open yourself up to, to asking and telling you're sorry. Because let me tell you something, keeping it going when you're not wrong is just going to poison the minds of the people that love you right now. Right? And again, huge disclosure, I'm not saying in a couple of days it's going to poison their minds, but if you will not admit that you're wrong over six months, 12 months, six years, you are going to be doing damage that is going to take time to repair. Yeah. And you can avoid it in the beginning. You know, if you... I don't know, if you turn, wake up in the morning and you have a go at your partner and you say, oh, I, and it's because you don't want to go to work, mm. stop yourself in the beginning. And if you can't, turn around and say, listen, I'm sorry. Look, I apologize and I'll make it up to you. Mm. You know, And then re it's that introspection. Yeah. You know, like We often go down the path I was going to say being self-aware, like knowing why am I lashing out at this person? Why am I so attached to this? Why am I experiencing these emotions? Let's zoom out. Is it really about this, about this conversation, about this topic, or is something else getting to me? 
absolutely and and that's extremely valuable you know it's very very valuable like i've had of course i've had moments you know in fact uh, with my beautiful mother not a few months ago you know i was engrossed in something in my laptop something that happened she come in through the door and because i was in it she said something to me and i completely um out of order spoke to her the wrong way and i spent the next two hours apologizing to her (laughs) but it's that it's that understanding you know if you're Mm. wrong open yourself up to it Dude, this is this is gold. And I know you mentioned earlier about your book. Um, I think you have a series of books that you're writing. Correct? Tell tell us more about like the inspiration for the books and uh, more about them. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not going to lie, I'm having so much fun doing them. So it's twelve different books. They cover a range of different topics. We number one is about beliefs. So book number one is called Filing the Artificial Beliefs. Then we have a look at emotions. Then we have a look at the dual self perspective. And for anybody listening. That's uh, to do with ego and the true self. Mm. And then we cover all sorts of different topics. But the books are around um, 13 to 15 to 16 A4 pages long. And they just, it's because a lot of people, they're busy. They're busy in their days. And I just nail it. Every topic that you go through there, I go in there and I nail the topic in as much depth Mm. in the quickest and shortest possible time. So it's a book with audio books. And it just, Mm. it is designed, the 12 book series is designed to give people the tools necessary to construct this new self you know mm. discover this new self discover the true self yeah. you know so yeah there's there's loads of interesting topics in you know book number five that i'm just completing currently is called about clarity mm. then we've got number six law of attraction because it is very very um Huge. predominant in our world and then uh, we talk about dealing with people um uh cracking the people paradigm quite proud of that title mm, <laughs> that's, good. that's good that's <laughs> good wow. yeah dude this is so so powerful so what inspired you to go the book route with so many different ways to serve people? You can coach people, live events, podcasts, videos, you know, communicate with your tribe. There's so much different stuff. Why did you choose books? This is really fascinating. And again, another intuitive thing. It was completely by accident. Mm-hmm. You know, the actual or- origination of the books was my 12 week coaching. So I kind of, it was an in, you know, I was kind of planning out. I was like, right, I'm going to, you know, create another coaching program. So I was like, let's sit down, let's have a look at it. What, what do I need to do to take someone from this point in their life to reaching a point where they have solidity and control over their lives? And then honestly, again, like the title, like everything, it just, it just happened. I started typing away and I was like, huh, kind of get creative, put a few pictures mm-hmm. in there. And then before you knew it, I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's do 12 books. And, it's taking its time, you know, it takes time to really put the, the, the relevant information in there, but I love the process and eventually they'll be out and hopefully changing lives. Yes, I love it. Uh, what's the balance for you between questions and getting clarity and asking the right questions and doing and action? Good question. What's the balance? I would say that the balance, if you get to the point where all you've done is ask questions for two weeks, take some action. Right, mm-hmm. because if you just ask questions for two weeks and you haven't taken action upon them, it you know it, it's not going to get you anywhere near where you could do if you take action. So, where's the balance? What's the time frame? If you ask a question and you sit down, and you say to yourself, "Do you know what? Okay, why is my father not speaking to me?" Right? I don't know. Like, over the week, they've not texted you back or anything like that. Go and ask him. You know, or your boss comes over to you and he makes this question and you kind of starts to get you worried. Don't sit in that. Go and say, knock on the door and say, hey, listen, um, you mentioned it to you. I'd like to kind of, you know, go over and rectify it now. Is there any, what can I do to help you? You know, what can I do to, you know, what, what is it you wanted to talk to me about? And just kind of, it, it's about alleviating the stress and the pressure on you 
at the time when it feels right. Sometimes you're going to have to sit in the questions. You know, sometimes it's going to take three, four, five, maybe a couple of weeks, you know, but just have that balance of, all right, these are the questions I've got. I need clarity on these. So can I find the answers right now? If I can't, how do I, you know, alleviate the, the, the pressure on me and just find a way to do it? So, yeah, you know, specifics wise, they would be different for many cases, but overall, mm. yeah. This is good. Um, what has been an important part of your relationships that you have developed and who you spend time with, how you spend time with them as you have grown in your coaching career? Um, this is a completely uh, perfect question to ask, and I appreciate you asking it. One of the biggest things is sacred space. Mm. It's sacred space. Like people, they don't realize um, when they bring their own insecurities into a relationship. And I was more, my goodness, when I was a teenager, big, big, big uh, problem with me doing that. If I was in relationships and I felt like the other person wasn't happy, I wouldn't stop until I was like, you know, how can I have what? I would keep wanting to ask instead of just giving them space to process. Right. And that was, again, was a big soul lesson for me, a part of my journey. You know, like sometimes if somebody needs time and you've made them aware that you're there for them, I hope that I've kind of connected the question that you asked, Raya. This is what kind of came to mind. You know, if somebody is, if you've, if you've opened, if you've opened yourself up and said, I'm here for you, I feel like there's something wrong. I'm here for you. Give them time. You know, and if you keep focusing on it, in my opinion, that means that you don't have anything to focus on in your own life. And that's a completely different topic and conversation, you know, because um, I often found that when I was um, overtaken by feelings of extreme loneliness, mm. it was because I had nothing to focus on in my own life. You know, my life was boring. You know, I had nothing that I enjoyed, nothing I was passionate about. Well, I wasn't passionate about it, but I didn't have any drive or clarity or focus on it. So I'd think about all of the other things that I couldn't deal with in this moment. Mm. So. Powerful. Dude, this is, this is great. Something that came up for me while you were talking is um, I think a lot of coaches and online entrepreneurs have this feeling that they need to save people um, today in, in the online world. I'm curious if you ever experienced that. If so, how did you overcome it or how would you direct a client to, to be able to break through something like that? This is an, another fantastic question. And this is a pressure that a lot of coaches have, right? At the end of the day, you have to respect their sacred space right and that what does that mean what do you mean respect in the sacred space it means that understanding that some people have to go through a journey mm. right if you go on a discovery call and you go through the process you pan out some goals you get to know them you know you let them know a little bit about yourself you see if it's a good fit if you really connect on a, on a level and then you offer and they say look the price isn't an issue but i'm just not i don't want to do it just mm. please don't you know i, I just let them go you know, some coaches are like, well, what about, you know, like, is anything else bothering you? Just sometimes you've got to let go, you know, and it means, again, it means opening the door saying, listen, I'm here. I put free content out there every day. Check my Facebook. You can drop me a message whenever you like. Whenever you feel right, you can come along. But there are some people out there who, that you're just not the one to help them, yeah. you know, and that might be quite unpopular for some people, they'd say. But in my personal experience, in order to alleviate some of that, that restriction, that pressure, that that suffocation, mm. you've got to just sometimes let people go. Just leave your door open and say, look, if you ever want to walk through it again, I'm here. And just move on and try and because it's the ripple effect, you know, like like someone else is going to help that person. You know, it just wasn't destined to be you, but then someone else is going to walk through your door, you help them, and all of a sudden they've helped 10 people and 20 people. Yeah. And so and 
before you know it. It's it's the unattachment. I think that's that's like a key thing there is like not being attached to mm. you being the person who makes a difference for them. Uh, but simply having a conversation that opens up possibility like you did your work. You know, I think that's something to, to really be proud of. It's like, hey, I did my best. I showed up. I let them know how they can grow with me. And if it didn't work out for them, then great. They're not my person. They're not the fit right now. It's all perfect. I'm still going to, you know, encourage them with love to keep showing up and be their greatest possible self. And I, I think it's like when we can come from that perspective, then we really make the biggest difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. I love it. I love it, dude. Um, tell us more about the content that you create on social media. What what drives it? What are you out to to do with that, man? So um, I think that my content from the very beginning has been to challenge all of the beliefs and opinions that have been brought to the table. Yeah. You know, like there's one <laughs> there's one really uh, kind of should we say cute one that I uh, come up with the other day, and people say the sky's the limit. My question is why. <laughs> right he was this guy's like my question why is the sky the limit you know why couldn't jupiter be the limit why couldn't be mm. a, a very if there are borders of the universe why couldn't mm. they be the limit? You know? so mm. it's about we it's about the the awareness that some people in their empowerment have still placed limits on people yep. you know it's just about understanding and just it's the perspective thing mm. you know so my content bottom line my content is out there to change perspectives. You know, it's there to, if somebody says, this is how it is, I'm here to say with respect, love and kindness, you know, why, mm. you know, why does it have to be? Cause I did a video the other day um, and it was about, there are a lot of people that support women only, mm. which I think is completely beautiful, fantastic. And I support it with all my heart. Mm. And there are a lot of people that support men only. And mm. I completely support that with all my heart. But my point was that eventually there's got to be a crossover. Mm. So that eventually the, the message evolves so that we start to teach and help men and women to adopt the masculine, the feminine, and to live as one, you know, like to even let go of the gender, let go of the skin, let go of the borders, mm -hmm. let go of the where we're from, just realize that we are one. And if we can reach a harmony, which some people believe is, is wishful thinking, but I'll mm -hmm. go to the end of my life doing it, you know, if we can reach that harmony, then the world will change. Dude, this is this is gold. I love I love what you said there. And for everyone listening, uh, it's really James. I see your in a in a great way enlightenment man it's not about gender gender you are not defined by your gender just because you're in a you know man's body just because you're in a woman's body in this life doesn't mean that like you are destined to be something or be treated a certain way it's like you get to create your reality and i think that like if we can just remember that we are one human race we are one you know infinitely conscious loving being you know part of this universe then like that's that's such a powerful place to come from and i think the the judgments of this is who i am this is my identity if we can free ourselves from that we can create massive freaking transformation man free ourselves from the beliefs and identity layers of the onion that we've picked up over the years yeah. creates the freedom really reminds us who we are at our true self bro Absolutely. And that's, I just, just to sort of put it out there, you know, I know you mentioned my enlightenment, but it's very clear that you're very enlightened as well. So full respect for that. And I love what you, cause it's really interesting. You mentioned about the onion. I've used that analogy before, you know, it's like people like with a layer of the onion, you know, the outer layer, if you want to call it the ego, you know, and as you dive deeper, deeper, and you get that little bit in the center where you realize that's the purest form of our soul and consciousness, like that ego, people try to get, get rid of the ego. They try to push it away. Mm. They try to, but the ego is always a part of you. You know, I've heard people yeah. say about destroying the ego, about about mm. breaking. The, you'll never destroy the ego. 
you know, because the ego is is this connection to this third dimension, this reality we're living in. If you try to destroy it, well, <clears throat> you know, you're going to have a bit of difficulty. <laughs> so instead of trying to trying to destroy something that is you, try to understand it. Take it under your wing. Mm. Say to it, listen, I know you're afraid of, of, of anything other than existing in this reality. I know you want to be comfortable. I know you want to protect yourself, but look at it out there. You know, look at the wide world. Look at that horizon. You know, don't you want to feel a bit of that? Don't you want to touch that? You know, and then once you you can show that to the ego, you that's where your life changes. <laughs> yeah, it's like getting getting the alignment of what do I as as a soul want, and what does mm. ego want, and saying, "Hey, we're here to work together. How can we oh, yeah. work together? How can we be resourceful? How can we stay focused on that common ground of what we both want? We want love. We want you know happiness. We want to survive. We want to thrive. We want we want life to be great. Ego, you want you want to win. You want to succeed. You want to like like have things be fun and enjoyable. And deep down inside, that's what we want too. So it's like when the ego is being driven by fear, we just get to be aware of that and say, "Hey." Thank you, ego. Thank you for showing me that you're concerned about this. You, this is important to you. And like, let's remember why we're doing this. Who, who we're out to be, and how we want to show up, man. So perfect. Gold, gold, man. Okay, so, um, where do you see yourself in the next couple years? Like, what, what is the vision that you see yourself moving towards, James? So, on my journey, I am one stepping stone away from reaching the place I want to reach. Mm-hmm. And for me, in two years, I want to be impacting people on a global level. You know, I've got the knowledge. I know how to do it. And I want to be, re- I want to be traveling the world, you know, with the people that I love. I want to be um, spending time with the people I love and impacting people's lives, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a part of me that I see. I see it. I can see it over there. and I know that I'm going there. But the journey, I'm, I'm open to anything, mm-hmm. the good and the bad, the tough and the amazing, you know, because it's all going to grow me. And if we're going to go really deep on a final note of a live, like I wrote this before I came here. Mm. So if I'm to complain about anything that comes along, then isn't that hypocritical? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like why did this happen to me? And someone's looking down and saying, well, you wrote this, you know that, don't you? <laughs> it's like you wanted these lessons and these experiences. <laughs> and now you're moaning about it. Come on. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Um, you're also traveling the world. I know that's a, a big thing for you. Last we talked was, uh, you know, the United States was on, on your destination list. Tell us a little bit more about travel and uh, what you're out to experience by, by visiting different places in the world. So at the minute, it's um, I have I, I'm talking on stage tomorrow in, in England, but I haven't been able to reach the world yet. But it's it's a hundred percent on the agenda. You know, as soon as I've got the, the foundations laid, like I'll any anybody who wants me anywhere, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. You know, so the U.S. is on the agenda. It always has been. I've got a really deep resonance with the United States. It's a beautiful place. It's beautiful people there, um, and it's just been a huge calling. So I'm working out the the logistics. If anybody has any advice you know after the live and and, and in a private feel free to let me know (laughs) um but yeah i'm trying to get over there and um do some work and hopefully i've got a a potential business venture to give me the capital to push the message you know so step into those um so yeah but i just um i can't wait there's 52 states of america and one of my dreams is to get in a beautiful rv and travel and spend a week in every state and speak on stage in every state yeah so can't wait that's awesome, man. Freedom, full, full self-expression. Um, so in these final moments, man, what do you want people to really remember, take home with them, and integrate into their lives? What I'd really like people to take away from this live is the understanding that 
whatever your position is in this very second present moment doesn't have to be and if it's beautiful stay there Mm. but if it isn't beautiful realize you can change it and you can change it with my help with chris's help with the help of whatever it is Mm. but whatever it is realize that from this moment here you could be a completely different person in six months you know and realize that this world is here to benefit you the bottom line uh, it doesn't matter how difficult it gets. It doesn't matter how horrific and terrible it gets. If you can take that and you can use it to build you up and grow you into somebody that then helps other people, then you'll see the richest form of life that you've ever experienced in this world. And that's my belief. That's what I truly believe. Dude, so, so powerful, dude. So how do people stay connected with you, James? What are the next steps they can take, bro? Um, absolutely. So if anybody wants to, you know, my door's open, just like we said, it always will be, <laughs> and it's never closed. Um, James Mallins, you see it down in the, on, on the live and tagged in the comments, just, uh, M A L I N S at the end. We've got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, follow me anywhere and everywhere. Uh, my inbox is always open. My email is always open. Uh, James Mallins official at gmail.com. And just feel free to connect with me, you know, like, um, if it's okay to say, Chris, you know, if anybody needs that help, then you know, just feel free to, to drop me a message. You know, I'm, I'm here to help. That's my purpose. And it's what I love to do. So um, I just want to say thank you so much for the, the opportunity, Chris. This live is incredible. I hope that it's, it, I don't hope, I know it's changing lives. Yes, it so is. my, yeah. my gratitude. I love that you said that, man. Sometimes I hear people uh, do interviews and they're like, I hope that this made a difference. Like, no, 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 you don't hope, <laughs> you know, you embody that you this wisdom, it. this value, this gold really, really impacts people, dude. And it, it did. There's like a ton of freaking comments in the comments. So go, go and check those out. Respond to those epic human beings who like just showered us with love. And thank you for everyone who's tuned in. Definitely stay connected with James. Go to jamesmallinsofficial.com and uh, just like look for him. Have a conversation and just get, get your world blown open, man. I just really feel like anyone who has a conversation with you is just like the, the world of possibility is blown open. So thank you for being the, the unlimited being that you are and being a conduit to like just so transform people's lives, dude. Super, super blessed to be on this journey with you. Thank you so much, my friend. You're welcome. You're welcome, bro. Have an amazing rest of your day and we'll see you soon, okay? You too. Bye-bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, 
Tap into your flow and take massive action. Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.